Welcome to Redskins Rundown, the podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Johnson. About 48 hours till kickoff, a little bit less. Very excited for the season to begin. I kind of wavered on whether I was going to do an episode like this or not. I'm glad I decided to. This is going to be your Redskins uh, over or under prediction show. First segment, we're going to talk about stats and some other Vegas prop bet type stuff and what the team's possibly going to look like. Um, and then segment two, I'm going to tell you why this could possibly be a playoff team and what needs to happen for those dreams to come true. So let's jump right in, the over and unders. All right, first over and under. I found all these kind of on Vegas sports betting sites. Um, But first, I'm going to start with Redskins wins. Over and under, open at six and a half. It's still there. I'm going to go over, and that's all I'm going to say about it at this point. I'm going to tell you why in the next segment, but definitely over, six and a half wins. All right, Dwayne Haskins, this is an interesting one. Uh, Seven and a half games on whether he's going to start or not. I'm going to go under, just for a few reasons. Um, I think Jay probably lives and dies with the case decision. Uh, I still wanted Haskins to start, but I I understand it. Um, For him to hit the over, he's got to play eight games. That's half the season. I don't see that happening with Jay. I think he gets more in like the five to six range probably, uh, especially if we're eliminated from playoff contention early, which also could mean Jay would be gone and whoever's there, whether it's Kevin O'Connell, whoever's put in charge, would probably put Haskins in. So I'm going to go with the under seven and a half games. I'm not going to touch the Haskins-Keenum stat lines knowing that we probably have no idea how many starts they're going to get a piece. So we won't go there. We'll jump to uh, Geis. And I think, to be fair, the projection I found probably had uh, something to do with him not being in the starter yet. I hope that's the case. But uh, it was 850 and seven touchdowns. I'm going to hammer the over. Uh, my projection for him is going to be, if, especially if he's the bell cow back, I'm going to go with 1350, nine touchdowns. AP went over for 1,000 last year behind guys off the street, literally, and no quarterback for the last six games. I think 1350 and nine touchdowns is easily obtainable, especially if he stays healthy. Like I said, hammering the over for Geis. Paul Richardson. Um, health is always a concern here. I think that's the biggest thing you have to think of if you were to look at this. His line is uh, 48 catches for 704 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he's always going to be that big play guy with the speed that he has. But I think Terry's going to probably take a chunk of his targets away as he uh, solidifies his spot as the number one. Jay's always said the offense runs through uh, the slot with Quinn and tight end with Reed. So there's even more targets taken away. I'm going to hit the under on Paul Richardson. 48-704, three touchdowns. Seems like a little little high for me. I think he could get the four to five touchdowns still, but I don't know if he hits the 700-plus yards. So I'm going to go under for Paul Richardson. Terry McLaurin, 46-613 and three touchdowns. I'm going to hit the over here on McLaurin. Like I said, I think he emerges as wide receiver one. And even though we didn't have a receiver over 600 yards or anybody, for that matter, over 600 yards last year, I think that changes. I think that has to do with Alex was a little bit cautious, didn't take those shots. And after he went down, uh, the production obviously went down too. Um, Keenum is known to be a little bit of a gunslinger, takes a lot more chances, for probably for the bad, but he does. 
Um, so I think McLaurin gets uh, gets his something to the tune of uh, 60 catches, 800 yards, five touchdowns. I think that'll be a solid rookie season for him. I'm excited to watch him play. Move on to Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, 60 for 609 and three touchdowns, similar to last year's numbers. I played 13 games last year and put up very similar numbers. And although he's coming back from that concussion, I think uh, this could be the season we see the return of the Reed dominance from the 15-16 season. Um, Like I said, offense runs through Quinn and Reed. Um, But that being said, you have that speed on both sides now with Richardson and McLaurin. And that's going to create a lot of room for uh, Reed down the middle. I'm going to hit the over here. I'm going to go with 68 catches, 800 yards, 7 touchdowns. See a big season for Reed coming up. Um, defense, I'm gonna just going to go over a couple little things. Not much uh, with the defense. I didn't go over every guy. I didn't want to do every guy, but I just want to go with the stalwarts, the main guys. Um, so defense, I just did it as a kind of as a unit and went with sack numbers. Um, 47 sacks was a prediction. Um, I'm going to take the over. We finished with 46 last year. I think we're improved all around. Uh, Preston Smith loss is bigger than most people think. But I think Sweat and Anderson can easily fill that and then some. Uh, Sweat gives you that speed that you don't have. Another year's growth of the interior, especially uh, Deron Payne, is huge. And then even the little bit of the snaps that Casanova McKenzie's probably going to get, um, it gives you that different look. It's not that bull rush. It's not the, it's not the uh, just straight speed like you're going to see with Sweat. He gets he has that bend. He gets low. Um, He's going to help out, I feel like. He's not going to be a lost guy on the bench. He's going to get in there at times on third downs to spell guys or even in a NASCAR-type package. I can see him out there. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. But I think he helps with the numbers. And I think I think we can get close to 50. Uh, 50 is a high mark, but I think we can do it. You know, Kerrigan's always good for your 12, 13. I think he can even push that this year. Um, interior is going to get you another 20 for sure. And that's got to put you over 50. All right. So that's it for my over-unders. Season prediction time. I'm going to start off by saying I'm probably more optimistic than most when it comes to the team. But I think the defense could be special. And that could steal a win for us a game or two. So let's move on. Talk about what the season entails. Segment two, I'm going to tell you now why this team could be a playoff team. I know a lot of you are laughing, thinking it's a joke, but why not? Why can't we be a playoff team? I'm going to tell you why we can. So hold on. Give it a chance. Take a breath. Reason one, defense, defense, defense. I know the defense finished middle of the pack last year. Uh, I think it was 15th in points per game when it was all said and done. Yes, the offense helped them out early by protecting the ball, but they also hurt them late. We couldn't even do in the, move the ball the last six games, basically. This is a defense that could potentially have a 50-sack defense you're looking at. Add in Landon Collins, 11 takeaways over the last four years, three fumble recoveries. It's a big piece. He's one of the best tackling safeties in the league. Add in the growth and development of uh, Payne and the uh, uh, front in general with Ionitis and Allen. They're only getting better. 
you're deeper at corner than you've probably ever been in the last four or five seasons. Inside linebacker, yeah, there's questions there, but I'd argue that we're probably even better than we were last year. You think of the fact that there's multiple guys now that can come in and cover, which was our downfall, was third downs getting beat by backs out of that backfield over and over again. Even tight ends. Collins can help cover with the tight ends. We're in much better shape when it comes to that aspect of our defense. Then you still have your great competitive vets like Norman and Kerrigan that are going to compete every time. The defense is going to be special, and I think that's the main reason. Anytime you have a defense, you can compete. And with this defense, we can compete for a playoff spot. Reason two, one I'm probably most excited about on Sunday and seeing is Darius Geis. This is the type of guy that brings energy that you can't describe. He's the type of guy that can lead an entire unit with his energy alone. And yeah, there are tons of questions surrounding the offense, and even him for that matter. But if I'm going to say this, or I'm going to say when, not if, but when. When Geis explodes on the scene and he's instantly going to make everybody better. The offense needs an identity, and it's going to be tough early. But behind guys like Donald Penn even and Sheriff who bring that nastiness, and hopefully if Trent comes back, he's physical. He brings that. That's what you need. That's what this offense needs. We need to be a physical time of possession, protect the ball, let the defense do its thing if we're going to be successful. He's got game-changing ability, something we haven't had for a few seasons. Yeah, Peterson was great at 33 last year, but this is a completely different. The way he runs, this is young AP. I'm excited to what he brings to the table. He's going to have an electric season. I can't wait for it. Reason three. And I put, there's kind of, when I was thinking about this, about a third reason, there's there's a lot of other reasons. So this is going to be kind of broad. But Case Keenum, I'm not high on Case Keenum. If you listen to the pod, I'm not huge on Case. But I think he can do enough if we limit, if he limits turnovers. That's what's going to kill us. If he starts turning the ball over, we're, we're, we're in trouble, to be honest. But if he can limit turnovers and just be average with this defense, we don't, we don't need a go out there and light it up and put 30, 40 up. We just need you to protect the ball a lot like Alex was doing. I know it wasn't sexy and it wasn't the thing everybody wanted to see, but we were winning games, and that's what it's about. We just need Case to protect the ball, make a few plays here and there, and we'll be okay. Our schedule, and I hate the strength of schedule people every year because you never know what a team's going to look like in December, let alone a week from now. Last year, we talked about playing the Packers. We didn't even play see Aaron Rodgers. So you don't, you don't know. You don't know. But I'll say this. What I do like about our schedule is three of the first four against the division. We're going to find out early what we're made of. It's going to be physical. It's going to be nasty. That's the type of games we need to play. I do like that they're early because most teams don't really hit that stride until a few games in. A lot of guys don't play during preseason or whatnot. Having those three early, I think, is an advantage to us. Steal a game here or there early, that gives this playoff team even more chances. The division's going to be tight. I don't think anybody runs away with it. I think Phillies can beat Dallas. I think Dallas can beat Philly. I think we can beat Philly. I think we can beat Dallas. Giants could surprise some people with being a little bit better, but I don't think they're in contention for the division whatsoever. But they're division games. They're always tough. Can't can't scoff at any division games. But I like that we're getting three out of four in the first four games 
it's an advantage for us. And the last thing I'm gonna finish with here is health. We're due. We've gotta be due for a relatively healthy season. All things considered, everybody can say, well, everyone has injuries. Yeah, they do, but not. this has been historic, whether you want to believe it or not. It's been terrible. We have a chance here to do something good, especially on the defensive side of the ball, if everyone can stay healthy. Yeah, we lost Foster, but it was early, and that, that probably helps us out in the long run. We were able to get a guy like Bostic, who has been a huge surprise to me and is ready to start day one. I'm excited to see what he brings. Yeah, Moreau's a little bit banged up. Reed's dealing with the concussion stuff. I'm hoping he can play. I don't, as of right now, when I'm recording this, they don't know. Um, who knows when it comes to that? But all things considered, we're in pretty good shape. The, going in with our five linemen, I mean, minus Trent, obviously. No major injuries across the board at all. I'm hoping that it's something that we can build on. Stay healthy, win games, protect the ball. This roster is good enough. If we're healthy, we have a shot. The roster is good enough. So you've heard some of my reasons why uh, this could be a playoff team, and I feel like we have a good shot. I'm going to stick to how I feel and my predictions. I'm not going to let anything waver it. I'm going to say we're a 9-7 and team, and I think 9-7 and is going to sneak us into the playoffs as a wild card. Uh, crazier things have happened. I'm going to keep putting good vibes out. Hope for the best, and here's to a great season. HTTR.